Yo, what up, everybody? It is time for yet another episode of your fucking favorite sports betting podcast. That's right. It is Jump the Sharp here for another week. We missed you. It's been a little bit. I mean, it's been a little bit because of what we had. We had the Masters preview last week. We got that going nice and early. So it's been almost a week and a half. Hope you missed us as much as we have you. And when I say we, I mean my man, the Woodman, David Woody. How are you, sir? What's up, Brian? I am doing great, man. I'm back. Uh, happy to be back for another week. Let's rock Giddy it. up. And, and I am Brian Hollywood hanging here for another ep of Jump the Sharp. At Jump the Sharp on Twitter. And uh, I know our Twitch hasn't been banging the way we would like it to be. But schedules, things happen. We're busy people. We're making money betting. We will continue to do that. Fucking A. Right. And uh, we'll get we'll get on this Twitch thing again. But we have some special episodes coming up and we have a special one today as well. Uh, big thanks to our boy Andy Lack at ADP Lack Sports, I believe it is on Twitter for uh, bringing his insight to our Masters preview last week. Like super good friend of the show. What a great guest. He's the best, isn't he, Woody? He sure is, buddy. Um, and, uh, yeah, he just fucking rocks, man. He does rock, and he's doing his thing, and he's blowing up, and him and his boys. We're, you know, I, I talked about Boston Capper last week, too. We're going to get Boston Capper yes. on the show. That dude would fit in, like, yes. he and a pod on Do this. Do you know, I don't know offhand, Does what other sports is he like, or is he everything? Who, Capper? I don't yeah. fucking know. I just heard him on one of uh, just Andy's. Golf, right? and I, yeah. yeah, he was talking golf because he was shooting the shit with Andy, but I'm sure having a name like Boston Capper, I feel he's like, got a wide array, yes. if you will. I feel like but, he uh, a lot speaking of, of a wide array, go ahead. What were you going to say about something hot? <laughs> I was going to say, he probably has a lot of hot takes about like the Red Sox and something. Give it to me hard. You don't have to say that. That was just too much. I mean, <laughs> maybe he will. Maybe he will. We'll see when he gets on the show. God, it's my new favorite drop. I swear to God. Yeah, gonna, you love it. You're going to overuse it. I might. Yeah, I probably I just did. Uh, we're gonna one uh, Over under for how many times was was set at two and a half for the show. <laughs> we're at the game. It's, it's like picking a three-point shooter, you know, over one and a half. And he hit, hits his first one in the, in the first basket. So yeah. now you know. You might as well take the over on that. But um, speaking of wide array, we're going to have in two weeks time my favorite show of the year. Yes. The NFL draft prop special. I think I had some funky name for it. The propaganda, maybe? I don't yes, know. what That sounds called. right. Maybe maybe that's it. But I uh, cannot wait for the NFL draft. My favorite night of the year. You Round love one. it, man. Love it. And it's only two weeks away. You know, it's a whole conglomerate of things about this time in, in a calendar year. It's my birthday uh, coming up. 40. The 4-0 coming up. Coming up very soon, I believe. Uh, very soon. April, April this month? This month is April. That is correct. And my birthday actually is in April, so you're two for two. Okay. Yeah, the 19th, Tuesday, I will be uh, a big 4-0 piece right, there, my man. friend. Holy shit. Oh, I'm a handsome devil for 40, aren't I? I'll keep growing this hair, too, just to make people think I'm a little younger. But Yeah, no, you don't look 40. I, I give you that. You look young. It's the nicest thing you ever said to me. Give it to me hard. Well, may, I mean, if I look that good, we'll see after the show. Maybe a little post-game act, though. But for oh, now, let's get to what everyone's here for. Listen. We got a nice episode here. We got a very, very awesome cat. Uh, you will know him as Birdman on Twitter. Birdman is super active on Twitter. Someone who we have been following for a while, especially since we started this show. And man, he's, really, he's making a name for himself. Big time. Big time. The cat is hot. Uh, he's an impressive big, guy. Impressive good guy, and he will uh, impress you. And a very nice the... guy, also. Was, we were glad to have him. It was totally, cool. dude. It's a, you know, it's a, we're, we're Philly sports fans here. I know we got a wide array of listeners. Why do I keep saying wide array? What, isn't there a wide array of things you could say other than wide array? Yes, there are. Uh, well, I don't fucking know them, and <laughs> I continue not to. Um, a multitude. But... Uh, 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 oh, a span. You know, a spam. Spam. Oh, spam. Okay. Dude, did you like spam? Like, not like I, emails that come from, <laughs> you know, this girl's uh, random TikTok. I had had it like a couple times as a kid. I think it kind of 
started to go out of favor in in the Northeast uh, at some point, like maybe in the 80s. Yeah. Because I had it as a kid in the 80s, like at school, I think, and maybe my mom made it too. Um, and then I have not had it since then. I've never had it. I know some people like grill it up and are in love with it, but well, it's not that much different from pork roll, which is very, very. Whoa, popular. really? It's not that. I mean, at least in in terms of how it's made and what it's made from, it's not that much well, different. Yeah. Well, for sure. Um, and I and to my memory, when if it's done on like a griddle or grill, mm-hmm. it's sim. It has a, some similar kind or of or a grillle. <laughs> I think it has some similar textures and flavors going on. Interesting. I've never heard that, uh, you know, analogy to spam. That's just came incredible. to me. Yeah. Well, let's... see. Hey, this just is came to they... you. In other words, it's bullshit. <laughs> oh, it absolutely might be bullshit. Also, <laughs> this is I have, this is a food I have not eaten since like 1986. Do you know how I like my spam? <laughs> Give it to me hard. <laughs> that's my that's my preferred way. The over. So check mark gnarly pay these man's his money <laughs> birdman's coming up like we said cannot wait um great cat uh for you guys to hear that interview uh but picks as well we're gonna keep bringing you the winners yes, we have um i believe correct me if i'm wrong by two each this week uh two weeks with a barry bonds steroidish asterisk okay for me personally and we'll get to that um but okay. you know what we need to get to asap because I don't know if you know, but I I feel and I taste, if that makes sense, a little parched. I think it's time for America's favorite segment before we get the Birdman involved. What are we drinking is what it's called. And the Woodman is on his last non-hop invasive drink. As Easter Sunday is coming up, the Woodman for the Lenten season is not putting any beer skis, brewski, tooskies down the hatch. He is hitting the hard toppy shelf as he always does yep yep um and i thought about doing wine like one of these weeks it never really happened you know opening a bottle of wine it's like okay i kind of have to like either drink the whole thing or at least finish it tomorrow because if i wait the third day it's no good as you probably know and so no. you know we just never do it but anyway um it is for for the listeners it is uh we're recording this on a wednesday night and it is unseasonably warm uh, here. No, it should be. Well, yeah, okay. No, it's it's. It was, we've been getting destroyed with the cold, so this 100%, is one hundred percent. It's welcome. I love it. It's great. It's great. I hate cold weather, and I love this. So I'm not. But I'm just saying, it really feels warm when it's been. You know, we're coming out of winter, and it's today was like. Uh, at least when I got in my car after work, it said it was eighty two. I think my car had been sitting in the sun, but nevertheless, it was warm. And, uh, <laughs> and so. Uh, I uh, made the most refreshing drink I could think of, which is just a, a vodka and mm. club soda, which is like a, a really, you know, it's like there's no, you know. I love how you hold it up to the camera for me. I know. It's a beautiful it's not, thing. It's, it looks like a glass of water. but like, Honestly, it's, 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 a, it's a mini umbrella away from looking really tropical, but uh, <laughs> giddy up to you with a little green, a minty green straw. I feel my green straw, yeah. But it's, it, dude, it's, um, uh, this is a great drink, by the way. Old green have. straw, Woody. <laughs> It's a great drink, by the way, for folks to have if you go, uh, if you have to, let's say, like, uh, we have listeners who are like, going on their wedding diet or, you know, whatever, you're trying to, like, lose some weight, but you still want to have a drink. Uh, vodka. Did you is- just call our listeners fat pigs? No, I'm saying everybody, dude, ev- almost everybody goes on the wedding diet. Okay. Even fat pigs. <laughs> um,. You know, vodka has a f- very few, you know, calories. It doesn't have any carbs. And then obviously club soda has nothing. It's just water with, with bubbles in it. So, you know, <laughs> it's about as healthy of a drink. If you're going to drink, this is the way to do it. it it's a, a little bit of the bubbly. Hydrating you as you as you gulp it down. Oh, don't make me do it again, dude. I swear <laughs> to God, I already hit the over. I'll keep going. But nevertheless, um, you mentioned bottle of wine. Now, here's the thing. I don't, I don't know if this is a first for the show. So I'm drinking Brewski Tusk. I mean, why not? It's what as I do. you should. As you should. Right. So right about now is when I would grip it. And it's yeah, it's been sitting here, so it's moisture laden on the outside of a tin can. Um, and you would hear that little aluminum, right? Yeah. Have we ever done a bottle top pop? We've done it. It's been a bit, though. It's been a bit. Well, then I'll just shut my fucking mouth. I'm going to do it again, though. This is I a hear little it. brew. Uh, you know what? Let me live up because I actually didn't even take the time to do that on Untapped. So let's see. So it is a, a beer called 
lunch. Just called lunch. Just fucking called lunch. We always call it the lunchtime beer. Uh, it's an IPA, right? That's what, what I do. Um, from the main beer company. Okay. Oh, interesting. Now, you know, some have said they're located in Maine. Um, Seems likely. Yeah, not not going to lie. When I was in Maine, I had it for okay. the first time. And okay. holy fucking Moses. So this isn't something where I'm going to sit here and like let the smucker the lips here. Smucker? Is that where the jelly gets its name I from? I think it's pucker. Pucker. How about that? So um, I'm going to go ahead and do a little bottle. Because it's one of these like elongated... Yes, I see. You're going to get loaded it bottles. Almost looks, almost looks like a wine bottle if you didn't know. You know it. what I love about it? And this is not a video show, unfortunately. But look at like the absolute ungive a fuck for like the marketing of it. Yeah. It's literally a white label yep. that looks like it came out of a 1992 printer that just says, in the smallest font possible, main <laughs> beer company lunch. It is. It, is. it, it could not be more plain. So let's go ahead and see. Ooh, you let's get a good sound. That, that worked way. better than I thought. While I pour, I will read the untapped uh, hypothesis. That's a, that's another thing that doesn't fit. Our East Coast version of a West Coast style IPA. Intense hot flavors and aromas of tropical and citrus. You know, I feel like the, all these fucking things say the same. It's basically this. It's a goddamn IPA. All right. Here we go. A lot of them say tropical that I and I don't get tropical. Yeah, but it's got a little. Uh, it has a little effervescence in it. You can see mm-hmm. a little boo blaze. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm shocked about how amazing it is. It's fucking tremendous. Once again, shout out to our boy Muscles Marinara. Stop me if you heard it. Uh, thanks again, brother, for providing an amazing brewski too. It looked to delicious. It looked, it looked like a really delicious, uh, very well carbonated, uh, delicious beer. Yeah, you say looked. I can uh, con- confirm it looks delicious because I get to drink it. Sorry for that, but don't mean to put salt in the wounds. But in a couple short days, my friend. Yes. Maybe maybe we can share a lunch together. That would be nice. That would be nice. You know what else would be nice? I don't want some guest on the show. Yes. Wouldn't that be badass just to have a fucking cool cat come on who's killing it in half, the Twitter realm? Half bird, half man. It, it's exactly what we're, we're getting into. And without further ado, as the Woodman has so nicely introduced, it is the Half Bird, Half Man, a.k.a. at Half Bird, Half Man on Twitter. Birdman, our boy, coming at you with some nice little tips, by the way. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice little intricate tips, and we're, we're looking forward to this interview. I hope you guys enjoy it. Here he is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are pumped to have a very special guest this week on the program. It's a gentleman that uh, since we started the show, we would uh, follow betting uh, Twitter handles uh, a a wide array. And this cat is just on there peppering the Twitter feeds with good content and something as we were just speaking with him prior to doing uh, recording the interview. And he said a very important word. He's spreading positivity, too. And, I, you know, until he said it, I didn't really think about. But, like, every, all of his contacts are all of his replies and, and a lot of the folks that reply to him and everything are it's straight up positive. Everybody's got each other back. No one calling each other out for a missed hit here or there. It's fucking badass. But this is Birdman uh, on Twitter at half bird, half man. Birdman, how are you, dude? I'm doing well. Uh, thanks for asking. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, I uh, was definitely excited to do this. The first time we tried to get this going, I uh, scheduling was tough, and I was going to a bachelor party that week. Yeah. And, you know, the life gets crazy as this uh, this nicer weather comes out too. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me, and uh, I'm doing good. Dude, we're pumped. I'm not gonna lie, I got hit with a stomach bug that week, so that's kind of on me. Uh, and you had a bachelor party, like you said, in tow. How'd the batch party go? Where'd you go again? Nashville, right? Yeah, Nashville. Um, it, it was a great time. I'd never been to Nashville. Um, we did like such a great Jack- city, dude. Oh yeah, the, we did the Jack Daniels uh, distillery tour. Um, we did like a tractor ride for like an hour, where a tractor just drives you around, and you're just like slamming beers on like a <laughs> you know like a trailer. Um, did you, you know, uh, we- did you eat the spicy chicken, the hot chicken? So oh, from um, I don't know. Place? I think there's yeah, a few the, ones around. Well, there's it's the like, Hattie B's is like the main like spot. That's it. I didn't get the super hot one. I 
a bunch of my buddies went multiple times. I only went the one time. Um, but uh, yeah, I got like the, me- I think the medium, I think there was four levels. I think I went the second one. If I went again, I'd probably go up the, I don't think it was uh, too bad, but uh, apparently the top level is pretty spicy, but yeah, the f- food there was great. Um, it's really just a drinking town. Like if you're yeah, not, dude, if you don't drink, then you really, it's, I mean, if you like music, obviously you can find your way there. Well, but, if you like country music, you know, cause yes. I like alkaline trio. It didn't really work for me there as far as music. <laughs> is concerned. Yeah. I'm not a country fan, but you know, I like to drink. So I had a, a good time out there. Yeah. A couple of the ditties by that country folk will, will get you putting a couple beers down the hatch actually. So I'm not going <laughs> to lie. After a little while I was sitting here singing some, something with a little twang <laughs> in my voice, a little more so than normal. If that, if that is the case, uh, I literally cannot picture that at all. What, me singing a country song? Yeah, you getting into, like, tapping your foot. like. Uh, <laughs> let alone me with a, 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 a cowboy hat on. I can't no. believe I said the word cowboy in a positive sense. <laughs> Fuck them. No. Um, give a little shout-out to yourself there, because I, I noticed you do something. Now, explain the degenerate flock. Yeah, so uh, I work with, you know, Chalkboard. It's a, a free app. Um, there's a lot of different tracking apps. Um, what makes them kind of unique compared to a lot of the others um, cause I know people have discords, um, and whatnot is they kind of have all the chat features that discord has. Um, but within the chalkboard app where all of your bets are being tracked, you can look at scores. So for the sports better, everything is in one place. Hmm. Um, why it resonated with me is like, I was talking to you guys, you know, I'm a free type of, you know, better on Twitter. The whole reason I started posting my bets a year ago or a little over a year ago was just to let people know what I was on. If they like with you know a bet that they see it or they like legs of a parlay or a straight bet and just information that of the stuff that I'm doing, you know, my time is limited some you know uh, occasionally. So yeah. I try to put out what I can and um, so that app being free and being a place for beginner betters and like new people in the industry with all these uh, you know states and apps uh, going live. I, it's just it was just a perfect match where everyone can go there for free. The general flock just being Birdman is just something that I uh, just kind of kind of came up with and just was like, all right, this is probably a good name. And go uh, birds, baby. That too, you know, it all it all works <laughs> out. Um, and the growth with it has been ridiculous. You know, ridiculous. Uh, it's like kind of surreal that the the uh, chalkboard groups over thirteen hundred. Uh, members. Wow, good for it was you. At like a hundred. But last time we were going to do this interview, I was at like a hundred. <laughs> like no way, really. Ago. Yeah, it's just uh, the past two weeks. You know, I had a couple uh, parlays hit uh, where some people got on, and the Twitter following went up, and like with it, just you know, people jumped on the app, and um, it's just good that people can discuss like they do in discords or other text groups. And it's like if you have a text group with your friends, you can separate it. Rather than like, oh, well, what did he say about gambling at 2 p.m. earlier? Like you scroll up. Right. And, you know, like that type of thing. So it really just has every and, you know, the guys that run it are nice young dudes that, you know, are really passionate about it. Um, and like working with them, it's just been great because I can give them feedback and things that, you know, that's cool. Uh, man. I think uh, can improve the app. But, yeah, it's been great. The only the one downfall, um, I guess, downfall or negative of it is just the fact that it's not on Android yet. Um, so it's just strictly for iPhones, which is a little bit of a roadblock. When you I'll have tell you what, though, even another even another feather on your cap that it's not on that. You're getting this much of, uh, you know, follow from it. And my man's over 30,000 followers on Twitch, killing it on there, dude. Congratulations. It's uh, continued success. And everybody, once again, at half bird, half man on Twitter, give him a follow, uh, a badass follow. So, um you know, we're just kind of having you on to pick your brain, man. Just talk sports betting. And we, we've had guests on that are betters of a particular area or just uh, we're, we're just looking to just shoot the shit with you. You know, yeah, not necessarily. we can get a nice little pick here at the end and stay stay tuned for that. But uh, I just want to talk to a, a, a well-trotten sports man here, a sports betting man. And what, what are some of your earliest sports betting memories? Like not necessarily sports memories, but sports betting. So, um, yeah, so it's actually pretty interesting. My mom growing up was always a big NFL better. Um, so when I was a kid, like she used to run the suicide pools, the box pools, 33 point pools, like all the different (laughs) pools you can run for football. She was running them. And this was for years. 
And it's as a kid, like I played football. I love football. It's easily my favorite sport, um, yep. even though I bet basketball all the time. But um, yeah, and like when she would, her and my dad's business partner, we'd always go to like their house and like the Super Bowl. And I thought it was the craziest thing when she'd bet $100 on the coin toss. I was like, <sighs> you know, you're like a six or eight year old kid. I forget how old I was. Just like $100 is obviously, you think it's like so much money and sure. on yeah. a, a coin toss, which is like, you know, just crazy. And then, uh, but I used to just, she would ask me who would score the first touchdown um, the year that the Steelers were in it, I actually gave her, I told her big Ben and he was like 60 to one. And he ended up cause he was this quarterback sneaking in a bunch that year. And he actually scored um, the first touchdown. Yeah. The first touchdown yeah. that year that she, awesome. so she bet it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I used to always have the newspapers with the helmets and it had the spreads in there. And I as a kid, I would circle them and like kind of see That's how cool. I did whatever. Um, they had Man, one that, for- this is deep. You got parents. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. Sure, that's amazing that you even did it as a kid. Like you were like already like in that zone. I remember, it- I remember the handouts at the bars, you know, the little long mini strips of paper. I oh, remember sure. those Johns, but like, I don't think I've ever talked to someone who said, yeah, my, 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 like one of my parents was, the re-, you know what I mean? That's awesome. Good, it's, good for it's, your mom. And I try to get her nowadays. I try to get her to bet other sports and is she still now- betting now? So she is, but she she's just like anyone else that bets nowadays. Like she used to have a bookie, right? She would text sure. her bookie like, oh, just take a parlay or a teaser, whatever. Now she strictly just plays FanDuel, plays touchdowns, and te- like te- she loves her little teasers and touchdown parlays. If she, if you asked her right now, Devontae Adams' first touchdown is like her go-to bet because it hits almost every <laughs> Packers game. You know, like, but she, and she hits like a decent amount of them. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty funny. I mean, at some points during the football season, I like tweet out like, Hey, like my mom sent me this part, like she's on, you know, like if, uh, if anyone wants to like tail it, but she's, uh, <laughs> she, she does it here and there. Obviously not to the extent that I, I do now. But, right. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of just crazy. It started with her and, um, how, did, how does bird mom react to a bad betting loss? She, so she's, it's, it's really funny because she doesn't like follow it as much as you would think for somebody that does like decently well. She just kind of knows the stars and whatever. Right. You know, she reacts, it doesn't kill her day. I mean, that's what I tell people anyway, in general with sports betting. And it's true for anybody is like, you can't let a bad or good betting day determine if you had a good or bad day. Because okay. that, like, yep. if you have a bad betting day, it cannot ruin like your state of mind everything that's going on in your normal life. Like it's part of why like you're risking and you're gambling. It's part of the game. Right. Uh, I get people that are like, Oh, this guy got hurt. They need to avoid this bet. I'm like, it's this third quarter. He played yeah. 20 minutes. Like <laughs> that's not how it works. They did it once for James Harden. He literally played 30 seconds and, and they had like promos for him to score. So, you know, all that stuff. But uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how I look at it. Totally agree. And I would say like, if somebody is finding that like a, a sports bet has ruined their day or week or month, that person is betting too much money. You you have set your units too high. You, you oh. need to, you need to, or not you're not, betting. or you're not listening to jump the sharp enough or following Birdman's <laughs> advice. Let's be honest. Now, like I mentioned, following the Birdman on Twitter, he are super active on social media. Tell me a little bit about how much action, I guess, well, I don't know. I, I see even outside of the football season because you love your b-ball too. Uh, how much action do you get on a single day? I mean, you're putting um, in left and right some fun little bets. I do like I, I I dig your you do a lot of parlays that I dig. You know, you, you you're not putting a an arm and a leg on it. And you're not telling people this is definitely going to hit. Yeah. So I mean, this past like the past couple of days, I've been throwing out quite a few parlays because they do have the uh, the FanDuel like cumulative. Uh, same game parlay promo going. So yeah, that I was, was like, hey, cool. you do you can do twenty. The only difference is now it's not site credit; they're giving it to, to you as a free as bet. A bet. Yep, um, which is just worse because you can't like bet a money line and just cash out and make it yours right away. Which not, you know, it's. Just I agree with that. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean, I tr- I try to like the parlays. I've been putting out some. Um, I want to say like not. Not as long, not as big long shots, but they're still like, you know, twenty or thirty to one. I try to aim for the hundred to one. Um, wow. Not like not necessarily on purpose, but I try to find like five to six legs that are, you know, doable. 
I try to like extend the consistent is like just a phrase I've been like just using recently. It's just like you look at somebody who's consistent. uh, It's a pretty good matchup. Somebody who maybe they get six all the time. They're lined six and a half. You, you take eight rebounds or eight assists and you find a couple of those plus money spots. You know, it's a good opportunity where you can stack those odds kind of quickly. And that's a nice tip right there. Yeah. Most of the, the hundred to one odds parlays, like for people, I tell them like hundred to one implies 1% chance to hit. And like most of the hundred to one parlays that I'm playing and like putting out, I just don't think that that 1% chance is accurate. You know, even if it's a five or 10% chance, it's still over time. It's still more, you know, $10 will get you a thousand or a dollar gets you a hundred type of thing. Um, but I do straight bets as well. It's just this has been a pretty busy time. So um, I was going to ask you: Do you do do you hit spreads often too, or do you you you, you cater to parlays almost all the time? Um, no, I mean I definitely do a decent amount of straight bets. It's usually player props, and um, yeah. I, I I do spreads and money line here and there. But it, I've evolved to the point where like I used to obsess over spreads and money line, where I'm like, oh, like you know, this game's about to come on. Like I, I need to have a bet for it. Like which side do I like? And then like you're obsessing over these apps that show you where some of the money is or where the bets are. And you just like over upset and you don't actually like formulate your own opinion on it. Right. Whereas now I've evolved to like, I look at the game from the player prop side and then I look inside out kind of see like how these player prop odds change, um, you know, how they um, move throughout the day or how people are betting them and whatnot. And kind of see if I think that there's, you know, a, a value on the side. I don't really like force a spread or money line. Um, but I'm also just at the point now where I kind of just search all the time for plus money. Like I don't really like to put up more money than I'm winning. Um, that's, that's, I, that's, that's interesting because almost the, the I kind of on the other end, I kind of dig the. You know, it's I've been a giving out some... way to bet, though. Yeah, like the way you, you know, do it, I'm saying the way you're saying, like you know, trying to find a minus. It's a little bit, yeah, little, little bit of like a, a pillow to fall back on. Something. 100. What I still tell people is like, there's value on anything, right? A UFC fight where a fighter's 100%. minus 300. You know, the the fair odds could you would think could be like minus 600 for somebody, and although you're putting up three times your money, it's still one fighter versus another. It's a different sport, obviously, but. For sure. Same kind of value where minus 140, you think it should be minus 200. Like there's value in your mind. It's a bet. Um, I just, it's like with the variance of certain sports, like player props or basketball, where towards the tail end of the season, multiple teams are sitting half their team. Guys are just yep. out. When COVID was a thing. It's these injury reports are like last minute, no not notice. Like it's just ridiculous. See now, all these little little kind of trinkets you're throwing out there—they're obviously in, in in that half bird, half man head all the time, right? But they had to have gotten there at some point. So, you know, I was going to ask you, how do you find the time to to get all these bets in? And but but it's it's there. I can tell you've been doing it now that it's just kind of there. You have a formulaic way of thinking, and when you're looking through a prop or, or an over under or what have you, you're just seeing, okay, that's jumping out to me. That's jumping out to me. Is that true? Like, are you, are oh, you, yeah. just have, you just look and you just see, and you just act. Well, the, the first thing I, I mean, one of the first things I do when I look at like a betting slate um, on like FanDuel or something is like, they have those player performance doubles. Um, I look at those and then I look at some of, uh, well, I first look at those and I see like, I see sometimes, a lot of that for you. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes FanDuel puts out like, I don't want to say unattainable lines, but they'll stretch a guy that like is like a three assist guy, gets four decent amount, hasn't gotten five in a month, but then they'll put like this guy to have five assists in that team to win. And you're like, yeah, that's just like a trap. I'd rather make the four assists and them to win on my own. Um, but I try to find like in the, the 200 to plus 280 range, if you get okay. like four of those or four to five, obviously it depends on what the actual odds are. But if you get four to five of those, you'll get to a hundred to one. Amazing. So Amazing. it's, it's, it's just like one of those things where I look at it and I go, okay, like this is, this is pretty doable. You find, even if it's like alternate threes, whatever it is, sure, it, sure. it can yep. be an underdog NHL money line. You add that in there, like plus some of those. What are baseball. knows all about that, right, Woody? Yeah, That's especially. 
especially if they're home or if they had off the night before. Right, buddy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, rest yeah. is always a big deal. Uh, I definitely want to get into uh, NHL a bit more, like, after the NBA postseason. I always, like, dabble a little bit. Um, but, like, with that in MLB, like we were talking about, it's a long season. Underdogs win. You just in the NHL, you just need good goaltending for a night. You know, yep. yeah. a good pitching night for be- – it's like that type of thing. So like underdogs for the full season, a lot of the times do decent. I think, I think perfect. I mean, I could be wrong. I think pro like the pro gamblers, like the big heavy hitters, I think they would tell you baseball and hockey are tougher. Than oh, yeah. Absolutely. And football. That's so. known. That's accepted. But that's why you got to go and find, you know, find your area to make the money. And that's where it, obviously you've done. And that that's awesome. Now, before we sp- speak about betting again, I just have a quick question can't be a sports better without obviously being a sports fan. I, I know you, you got the Eagles green running through your veins, correct? We got a big Philly uh, following for the show. Absolutely. And, yep, I'm, uh, I'm Philly every everything uh, as far as my pro man. sports go. Yep. So give me a little bit of a thought about, you know, I don't know why people are shitting their pants again about the Raptors. I'll, I'll be talking about this uh, later in my picks in the show. A uh, little little spoiler alert there, but I don't know why people are shitting their pants about this. What do you got to feel on for the Sixers and any kind of uh, inkling as far as any futures bets or anything with the Sixers during this playoff run? Um, so not no futures yet. I haven't um, I haven't looked at a lot of the series stuff yet, just based off of time and these playing right. tournament these playing games um, kind of came up you know real quick after this weekend, um, but. I, I think the the biggest issue with the Raptors is that they just have a huge coaching edge, um, and like. So you're not feeling the Sixers in this series? No, I mean I still am. I, I think that we're a okay. better team. It it's just you know we we're gonna lose uh, Thibault for the games in Toronto. Yeah. Um, I realistically think if we can get the games at home, you know, if we can yep. get the first two in home and start up two nothing, um, I, I think we can weather the storm and, you know, split in Toronto and come back game five and end it. That that's what I would think. But I, I think if that doesn't happen, like it could probably come in seven. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. One, one split to start out. It's probably going to go seven in the long run, but I it, think they come out of a cannon, but I'll talk about that more later. Yeah. I'm actually going to the game Saturday as well. Mom, um, there we go. But uh, yeah, it's just we don't really know. We've seen James Harden uh, the past, you know, a uh, couple months. He's been a really, really good or point guard, you know, where he just has just been all right. I'm just going to be the point guard, which yep. we've needed for a while. But it's just one of those things where if you know if if he's hitting his threes, then we're probably not going to lose, you know, too many games in this series. But if he's not hitting the shots. You know, it, it's going to turn into what he, he was doing in Houston where, you know, it just wasn't enough. And, like, because it's, it's shown against the Raptors and B could put up 40 and we still lose. That's not a good sign. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. Woody, um, I'm going to ask him a question about what he, like, and in his past about the biggest, if I was going to ask you the biggest win you've ever had. Now, Woody, that for us would be a Hail Mary kind of parlay thing. And, and yeah. before I get the Birdman based on the biggest win you, if you that you could remember or at least reminisce about, um, we might need to dial into Birdman during the NFL season coming up because he's talking about doing the same games on, on FanDuel multiple times over in the same ticket. We might need to see if we can get a Birdman special yeah. in the NFL season. We need, we need a little of that, a little of that juice. Big time. I, I, um, I mean, NFL is my favorite by far. I know a lot, awesome. it's like the one of the harder sports to bet in general, just because it's the most efficient betting market, but not for this show, baby. We've been plus 34 units last year, my friend, Woo-hoo! 63% for shows history in a year and a half. I love it. Yeah, so we're we're on fire with that. But do you have any memory of like a big win you've had? Not necessarily recently. Just the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah. So the biggest odds um, parlay that I've ever hit uh, was la- well last year in the playoffs. I had um, like it was pretty much kind of started the whole like following. Um, I had a same game parlay for Game Seven of the Clippers Mavericks. Uh, it was only three legs. I'm trying to find it out here now, but it um, it was Dorian Finney-Smith 
four threes, uh, Paul George, 10 rebounds. And I think my man pulls um, it up too. pulls it right up. Look at my yeah, man. Go. Yeah, I got it here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Paul George, eight assists, Finney Smith, four threes and Finney Smith, 10 rebounds. This was in game seven. Um, last year, the odds were year, plus, yep. plus four, nine, five, three, five. So I, I literally Ooh. put two, $2 and two cents on it and it returned a thousand, a thousand dollars. It was uh, badass, it just, and it was the old Vandal too, so the ticket looks cooler. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Plus a fifty k piece there. It's amazing. Two bucks turns. That's amazing, man. Giddy up. Um, before we let you go, any pick you want to provide for the show on the way out? Yeah. So I, where when you te- uh, you know sent me that, I was looking yeah. and I was like, there's not, nothing really for tomorrow. But um, the one thing I took for the Sixers was. Um, Took uh, Tyrese Maxey three threes on FanDuel was around like plus one eighty eight when I got it. All right, um, write that down know. now. I'm not sure what it what it's at now, um, but yeah, it was at uh, plus one eighty eight. You know, I think I think he'll, uh, he'll he'll show up. Yeah, I think he's going to show up in that first game big time. I'm, I'm, uh, and I'm I like the odds. To, I like the odds too, and that's why I tell some people sometimes. And why it's kind of hard to get out every single thing that I'm on is, you know, odds on a lot of these things move. Um, so if I yeah, if I happen right. to see something and it's like, oh, you know, I catch somebody at plus 150, you know, and now you want to bet it at like plus 100. It's just like, you know, not as appealing. And like deflating. I, Defl- yeah, you know, sometimes we'll give out where our, our, our show, unfortunately, isn't an evergreen show. You know, it's a catch it while you can. That's why our favorite shows are football season shows because we put out the show on a Thursday or a Friday. You have all weekend to listen and to put in your bets if you want to tail us, giddy up. These shows now off season for NFL. It's like a get it while the iron's hot. Now it's not always. Uh, this is a Wednesday night we're recording this. It's going to be on Thursday. It's not always going to be hope oh, Thursday night game. Better head, heads up. But we have lines for that we don't necessarily have lines for shit in the future we're in a good spot right now that we got lines for nba games and stuff that haven't started yet since it's playoffs normally not like that so yeah that that's kind of where we're at on that but what um, do you, what's just, up man i well, saw you I starting second that uh maxi bet you know i was actually at that game on sunday um we kind of like last minute decided to go because i live so close to the stadium here and um you know they benched obviously most of their best players six yeah but he looked. I hadn't seen him in person. I don't. Have you? Either, have you seen him live? Yeah. He looks. Uh, yeah. Much, so I went to the, uh, like the, the most open athletic. Era. I thought he looked like the most athletic person on the court. I thought he looked uh, quick and fast and under control and. Um, like Ben know. Simmons. <laughs> I, I I think bag. maybe a little bit better than some people are giving him credit for. I like that, and I and I like and I thought his shot. Look, I mean, his shots were going down. I think it also is going to help the fact that they will have Fred Van Vliet. Um, which he's good, you know, don't get me wrong, but he's also like a small, small guard yeah. where, you know, I, I think that that only helps because he's clearly not going to be on James Harden. Right. Like, you're not going to put Fred VanVleet on him. So if he is playing, they might try to stick him on like Matisse or something. But, you know, there's crafty ways. Hopefully Doc Rivers knows somewhat of what he's doing. But, you know, where Maxie's going to be going against Fred VanVleet, like that's just a plus matchup. Yeah, I have no problem getting up over him. So badass. And look at that. See, I, I got to admit, man, thank you for bringing a, your, your time to the table today because I've learned a few things and I appreciate it. Just go, going in your mind a little bit. I'm going to take some of that shit and run with it. Just a little idiosyncrasies about betting uh, to try and maximize your potential and winning. I liked what you said about how you're looking for legs of a parlay to be in a certain range and you're willing to kind of take them however you can get them. And even from other sports sometimes, but you want them in that range because you're playing, you know, you're, it's a game of, of, of odds. We're trying to maximize our odds. And the probability says that if I put these together in this range, that's a very smart way to think. We don't, we don't talk like that on this show. That's really smart, man. Yeah. I normally <laughs> have a couple beers and talk more bumbly. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Well, I mean, it is totally different. Like when I'm trying to like make some sort of parlor like that, as opposed to like a straight bet, because um, like the straight bets or whatever. But a lot of these parlays, because the, the sports books aren't dumb. Like you'll mm-hmm. see, I mean, some of the most ridiculous odds. Um, 
Like a guy like Plumlee tonight, for him, his normal line of two and a half assists was like minus 110. Well, two plus assists was minus 330 because he gets two assists like every game. But it's like a, a, a crapshoot if he's going to get that third one. Like they don't reward you anything for going the opposite way of like adding risk, of course. Right. So it's so and I, I tell my one buddy, the, I talked to him, who's Colorado guy. He's gotten into betting. I mean, he's a used to be a Jersey guy, but. You know, he just he'll build twenty five leg parlays because he wants to do like, oh, like this guy will get one three and like, well, yeah, it's minus seven hundred. He better, you know, like right. that, yep. that type of thing where I'm like, it's a CVS receipt more than it's like an actual yeah, for sure. betting ticket. Yeah, yeah. It's, sometimes I'll be I'll be uh, guilty of doing that, and and if you put too many on a on the receipt, as you would call it, one of them. You're going to have to return one item. Let's just put it that way. I scold Brian for too many legs, man. It's too many legs. Sometimes. One of my tips, I did a, I did a tip, uh, you know, top 10 tips to betting, you know, starting off or what have you. And uh, about a couple months ago, one of them was just take a leg off. If you have an eight leg parlay, just take one off. I know it's going to drastically change, but that just make it shorter because yeah. you're going to win better if that's not, whichever, not better whichever odds, one but. you think is least not the not the one with the lowest odds the one that you think is least likely to have really happen yeah before you click the bet take that one off of there take it off you know but yeah. uh but in, yeah, man we learned a lot tonight appreciate your time dude so fucking cool to have you on i've been we've been following you on on twitter for a little while we're going to keep going with you and tailing uh, you yep tailing you big we time love it, and, man yeah, uh, I, I'll definitely, uh, you know, promote the show. I, I do plan myself, like, I obviously everything I do, you know, is like free, whatever. Um, right. I do plan to do like a Twitch, hopefully sometime around uh, football season for the Dude, mean- we We've had a couple Twitch episodes ourselves. We would love to do a little cross platform. And if you, if you get that going or even just have you on through here on our Twitch, it'd be awesome. Yeah, I, it's just, you know, with the fact that I, some people have asked me to like start podcasts with them and I'm like, hey, I would absolutely love to. Like, it's like something I'd love to do. I just right. can't commit to every single week the same day. And, you know, th- these guys do Twitter spaces, which I try to jump in from time to time. Yep. Um, but like the Twitch, I can kind of do whenever, um, you know, just that type of thing where I can just put it on on Twitter. Hey, I'm going live. Hop in if you want. Uh, I think it just kind of suits just, you know, the timing type of thing. And I just want to do it because although I'm throwing out a bunch of bets, like I want to be able to provide either reasoning or like what my thought process sure. is. And yep. a lot of time during the day on Twitter before games, it's craziness. You can only fit so much in a tweet and you're not going to make a full thread for multiple things. It's just so much easier to just talk about it. Right. Um, so like Definitely. that's, you know, as you guys know, it's probably one of the reasons why he started a podcast. Absolutely, but, man. Uh, we, we love, we love being able to put our thoughts out there, but also explain them. And I enjoy speaking. I don't know if anyone knows that. Woody, do you <laughs> enjoy hearing me speak? But, uh, but man, so cool to have you. Thanks once again, big time for your yes, time. Thank you, Birdman. Uh, once again, at half bird, half man on Twitter, a tremendous follow. Uh, if you aren't doing so yet, please do so. Birdman, thank you so much, dude. We'll catch you soon, okay? Thank you, guys, and uh, I'll be looking out for when you guys tweet this out. Oh, man, so fucking cool, man. So it's awesome to have good guests. Like, we're really pumped to be having so much uh, steam when it comes to other voices. Look, I like to hear mine. Woodman likes to hear yours, or <laughs> hear mine as well. No, hear his. Um, I hope you guys enjoy hearing our takes on on things each and every week but it's good just to have a nice other voice come in especially i wasn't expecting necessarily that that route that he was taking but we really got inside the mind yeah. of someone who who's been successful going out of the box mind you he's not just making straight bets and and it was very cool for him to to give us his time to do that how cool was that yeah it was really cool and he's been very successful um and uh, I liked the way that he described his process. Um, Trust because, the process, baby. <laughs> because it is different, I feel. Like <laughs> uh, I think it is different than other people's process that I know about and uh, certainly different than ours. And I thought, I, I think, you know, we can employ some of those techniques and tips and tricks uh, and make some more money. I think as we go, that's a great point you just made. As we go, it's important not just to have other people on the show, but just take the little bits and just, you know, build a, a process, like you were saying, that you take the best of everybody. I'm not saying it's a no-lose sitch, but 
there's only one way to get better and that's to learn. That's and right. From and people who are successful, take little trinkets here or there and run with it. And if the way, you know, if you're taking all these different ways from all these different people that are all just incrementally giving you slightly better chances, that's the best, that's the best gambling yeah. you're ever going to do, man. Just give yourself a little bit better chance all the time. All the time. I mean, always it's called get gambling better. for a reason. There's more people than not that start it and go, fuck, why did I even start doing this? I'm never doing it again. Now, sure. for the folks that have been listening to the show, you're not one of them because we're killing it. Um, and we continue to do so, but we've been doing very uh, well and we, we hope to do so for the long run here. Um, so yeah, give a shout out for, for the Birdman on, uh, Twitter. It was awesome for him to spend a, a couple minutes with us and just shoot the shit. So, and like I mentioned, we're going to have more people on our, our NFL draft special. We'll have some nice, uh, folks uh, on the show and, I haven't officially reached out, but I'm pretty sure if you heard last year's, you're going to hear some familiar faces. But yes, not only give a shout to Birdman at Half Bird, Half Man on Twitter. Give a shout to all your friends and family, anybody that enjoys the gambling uh, realm, and give a shout about Jump the Sharp. You know, while you're doing it. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. Fife sounds on point all the time. Tip, right? Good. Sounded really good. Giddy up. Birdman, thank you so much. Now let's get to the meat and potatoes. All right, of every week's show. It's People time. Are here for, it is time. I got. You know what? I'm, I got to get. I got to get like a, a Vader drop from the old WWF. You know, it's time. It's it's gambling time. Is what Vader should have said. But nevertheless, time for the plays of the week. Leading off, playing center field. As always, it's the Woodman, David Woody. Now we got a couple because we wanted to, you know, make it a time sensitive kind of show. We could obviously, as you would say, bloviate for a while, but what do you sure. have? Yeah. Do you want me to give both of mine and then you'll do both of yours or, or do you want to go back and forth? I don't Let's care. Go. Let's play a tennis match. I want to go back and forth. Okay. See those eyeballs go left to right. All right. Well, mine, mine started with Shohei Otani. Mm. So I took mm. one look at the Thursday slate. I have well, all. I, why, why even back and forth? Why not just make the same goddamn pick? What do you have? The Angels run line? How on a ha- No. I, well, fine. Sure. I'm a pussy. So I took the Angels money line minus 125. Uh, they can win by two. So you're taking a plus 125. Yeah. Look at you. Angels at the... Tell them who they're playing, by the way. Like, let's show them what they've won. <laughs> That's honestly part of it. Like, the Rangers... The Rangers are just awful. Like, they're just awful. And, like... I know that some people are going to be like, well, well, Otani's only started once this year and he didn't even get through five innings. Okay. He pitched four and two thirds innings. He gives up one run on like two hits and struck out nine. He was awesome. They're easing him in. Like he was awesome. He was dominant. Okay. He's going to dominate. He's also playing with a bat. Yeah, he's going to dominate them for five or six innings and they can't score. Uh, uh, They can't. They stink. The Rangers fucking stink. Um, I brought up the Pakoda odds. Do you know what Pakoda is, Bry? Bill Pakoda? No, no. (laughs) Um, The uh, Pakoda is a um, uh, people who know Nate Silver from There's two states, right? North and South Pakoda. (laughs) A different one. Uh, Oh. If, if people know who Nate Silver is, he's the guy from 538 who like predicts every election, you know, okay. um, using data. So he created back before he did politics, he did baseball and he worked for ba- baseball prospectus. And he was he came up with this projection system that predicts a team's record based, based on their offense and pitching and their and their defense. Right. And so. um you know, it gives projected standings and it updates it throughout the year. And, and it's, it's been proven to be pretty, pretty, pretty accurate. Certainly better than most like pundits, like better than like, if I ask like skip Bayless, what the final standings of the year are going to be, he'll, he'll be way the fuck off on all of them. And, and your like, weekly, this thing will be like pretty zoom cool. call with skip Bayless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that there, I'm just give, use him as an example of like a pundit who makes yes. a lot of predictions that are almost, almost all entirely false and based on zero data. Yeah, based on a camera and being like, on them. Honestly, like so wrong, you almost think, and I do actually think maybe he's trolling half the time, and it's like actually it's intentionally incorrect. <laughs> you know, like you get that sense with people like him. Anyway, um, the the Pakota uh, and other, by the way, you could look there, you could just Google like 
baseball projected standings. There okay. are others. This is, was the first one. There are others. Everyone agrees. Texas is losing like 93 games of this year. 95. They're horrible. Now, I thought you were going to go with the Angels way of that. And I was like, because I, like, I picked them to be in a World Series as, as no, we did. No, no, that's Let's... not that crazy. Pakota says they're going to win 88 games, make the playoffs. Get in the playoffs and and in the playoffs, you have a chance. So, yeah. no. You're but I'm just saying, I thought you were going to go the Angels uh, route with that. No. The, the other way you went with it is absolutely like I have as my note, one of my notes here. First of all, if you don't mind, can I just say one thing? St- take over. I'm, I'm good for now. Here, here's my very first note on this. Shohei Atani versus Dane Dunning. <laughs> okay. That's all. That's all I need to know. It's minus 125 money line. It's plus 125 minus one and a half run line, which both, is now the new official pick of the show, by the way. They're both fine bets, honestly. No, I'll, th- I'll, I'll, dude, I'll, I'll grow a couple nuts here and actually say, fuck that. Give me the run line minus they can, one. They can win by two, man. They're the I better team here. Absolutely. Uh, I'll say it again. Shohei Itani versus <laughs> Dane Dunning. Dane Dunning is the son of Dane Cook and Debbie Dunning from Tool Time. <laughs> just to let you know. Um, no, Dane Dunning, who the fuck is he? Well, I'll tell you what he did. He, he First of all, he pitched on their second, the Rangers' second game of the year. So he's second in the rotation. You've I've never been, heard of him. Don't I, act like you have. I've, I've never heard of him. Five innings pitched, three earned runs, five hits, a homer, two balls, and four K. Two balls. Two uh, walks. Walks and, and four Ks. Okay. Shohei, the 4.2 innings pitched, and like you were saying, oh, my God. Fucking one earned run, one walk, nine strikeouts. Yeah, he was dominant. Angels are winning two in a row. They're hot going in. Both teams, as we would like to say, have a day off, take a little rest. So both sure. teams have it. It's not like there's a um, Angels are coming in on, off the West Coast and just played. No, they're they both got a day off. Right. Rangers. Here, here's another point. Rangers already carving out their reservation for worst team in baseball. Already. They're very bad, dude. This is, dude. I feel like we should just make like another pick since our first. I mean, this is jumping out at an unbelievable. <laughs> yes. Jumped out at me. No question. Uh, for, for me and you to just be like, okay, well, we have to make our first pick. Holy shit. What? That's what we both just did. Yep. So we have three picks or maybe more. I'm, <laughs> uh, now you can do your second pick. Yes, you can make two picks in a row, David. <laughs> yeah. Well, so my second one is a day game. And, and I'm sorry to do this, guys. You're going to have to get to this quick, okay? Oh, you it's... bastard. Oh, uh, what? Is you no. no, you don't. No, 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 no. I don't. Board, I bet. Yeah. Um, no, my second one is a day game, Get also on Thursday. Hot. So yeah, if you don't if you don't hear this in time, I apologize. Hopefully, you can still get your get my angels pick in. But uh, if you listen to this show before, uh, you know, one o'clock or one ten oh, on Thursday, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I I had to do it because I hey, if you like I, it, you like it. I like it, and I want to go with things that I have conviction about. You know. Um, and so the, the second one that kind of jumped out at me and it's a, again, it's a run line. I, I just think this is not a close game here. Okay. The, the Rays are at home against the A's. Um, I, in my view, the, the AL West has two of probably the five worst teams in all of baseball, even including the NL. Hmm. Um, you know, the, the A's and the Rangers are, are, are both kind of hopeless, uh, garbage teams this year, frankly. Um, the A's are, are, I would think they'll probably lose like, a, they might lose a hundred games. They're a really, awful. really, oh yeah. They, they, they weren't amazing last year and they've lost their two best players. Well, they traded everybody away, right? They they're traded doing the old, traded them away. They're doing old the old ship off. They're, they're tanking. They're literally yeah, tanking. The old Miami special. You've, you've seen it. We've seen it before. And, and listen, um, you know, if you're a fan of the A's, I'm not ragging on your team. Like you tank to get better, right? Um, you know, we're Sixers fans on here. We can't we can't make fun of people too much for the tanking. But like, just say like, okay, I'm not making fun, but for right now, this is year one of the tank. This is an awful. It's gonna be one of probably the worst teams darn near in the league. But they are um, who we thought they were. They stink. And then you know the Rays are are fantastic. You know they're four and one here uh, to start. They're um you know they're projected to be kind of like right there with Toronto, probably, probably ahead of Boston. You know, if you trust the experts, um, you know, right behind New York, New York's probably going to be badass. but you know, they're, they're right there. They're one of those three probably teams in the whole, in the whole AL, frankly. Yep. Um, you know, maybe, maybe with Houston, you know, so, so one of those top four teams, in the whole American league, 
a very talented group. Obviously they, they, they do all this weird stuff. You know, they do like the most shifting. They do the most bullpen days. They were the first ones to even do bullpen days. That, that was like their idea. They're just awesome. Um, they do so many things well. And, uh, you know, I bet their shit won't work in the playoffs again because it never, ever does. But, boy, it works in the regular season. They're really It'd be fun team. to maybe see how this goes and, and see if uh, what what you see during the year yeah. might change that opinion of yours as we get closer to the playoffs. But and there I'm are just, four teams in the AL East that can make the playoffs. So. Oh, 100%. And, and yeah. it's too bad they're all bunched up there but because but, uh, they would they would do a lot. They'll have, they will have worse records because they have to play each other so much yep. than they really should have. Um but it makes them all very dangerous once they get to the playoffs, if they do. Uh, I'll just say, before you give your second one, is that if you were to parlay my two, so those are run line all right. minus one and a half angels and run line minus one and a half rays. If you were to parlay them, that is a plus 361, which I kind of... actually more than I would have thought. I kind of like. So I, I did take it as a par as well. Can you do a quick math on money line both? Yes. If that's a plus two or over, I'm on that. Like, Why don't fucking... you vamp or give your next pick, and I will quickly pull that up. Well, giddy up. Uh, we were talking about how four of the five teams in the AL East could make the playoffs. Well, I'm going to make a playoff pick because there are some playoffs happening as we speak. P- playoffs? That is correct, Mr. Moore. We have the NBA playoffs. Already tipped off when you want to talk play-in tournament. Um I'm going to go ahead and give a pick that is more time sensitive than this fucking jet bag. Who's <laughs> like, yo, I hope you listen to the show and then put in a bet because you have an hour. We're talking about Saturday and I'm going to give a little home cooking here. And, um, you know, this isn't really like a very sweet thought by a lot of people nowadays in the Philly area for the Sixers that, uh, they, people are just not, they're not feeling the, 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 the gelling of the team. Well, I got news for you. The playoffs, bring out something animalistic in somebody. Mm. And when you talk about animals, I'll take Joel over Siakam. I'll take Harden over Van Vliet. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll even take Maxi over Trent, even though that's kind of like a eh, toss up. But I think the Sixers are going to come out fucking on fire. Mm. I don't necessarily know that they're going to win this series in five. I, I would peg it more six. Although the whole Thibault, uh, as Birdman talked about earlier, Thibault not playing in, in Toronto is kind of a thing. But yeah, but you never know. Danny Green hits three threes in that game, and it's like <laughs> we didn't need him. So yeah, it's true. Um, I would peg Sixers in five or six. That's that's where I'm heading on this. But I I just think at home they cannot afford to. Here's the here's the big deal. Um, first of all, let me just stop talking about that it's the line for the game on FanDuel right now is the lowest you can find it minus four Sixers versus Raptors mm-hmm. regular juice you're getting a minus 110 giddy up on it folks I'm telling you okay they're gonna come out hot I like the game in general now I'm willing to put all the chips all in on the opening game of this series I really think it's a statement game game two might be a little tighter to the vest but the Sixers have to come out hot if they do not win this game it could all fall apart however everyone oh well doc rivers is under fire harden and and Embiid just aren't really meshing very well but it doesn't matter when it the nba isn't the nhl it's not the hot goalie can take you to the playoffs in the eight or can take you to the cup in the eight seed it's not in the nba talent rules all and in the nba unfortunately a lot of these motherfuckers don't give a shit about the regular season. <laughs> what they care about is the playoffs and winning a ring. It's very okay? true. It's very so true. when you're going to get the best is right now. These playoffs are starting. Harden, Embiid, Toby, fucking Maxi, Green, Thibault, the whole nine. More talent on this team. Way more talent than the Raptors for a, for a four spread, for a minus four spread. They have, they're have they way more better a team than a, than a, a minus four. Okay? Um if the Sixers don't come out hot, something's really wrong. So let me just make that my pick of the uh, given four for that game. Sixers minus four. But I'm going to have a little, uh, I, little. I don't know, what are we going to call it here? Orbiting picks of this pick, okay? Okay. That's the main pick. That's the, the sun. Do we orbit around the sun? Yes, we do. Okay. Just want to make sure as I make an analogy that I forgot about space, how it works. 
couple extra picks, like literally three, but not the, these are ones I'm making. The official pick is the minus four, but here's food for thought. If you agree with how I've portraying the Sixers and the animalistic nature that they need to fucking start this series out. Minus one and a half first quarter spread is minus 106. Love it. Sixers up by two heading into the second. Give me that. At the same point, Sixers over 28 and a half first quarter points, minus 104. Love it. Mm. Let's fucking go. I'm telling you, I think they come out of a cannon um, hot. One last one. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. This is one of these, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like a tandem bet. It's a FanDuel tandem, John. My uh, Birdman was talking about his uh, player performance doubles and all that. This jam is 76ers first quarter leading between three and six. Okay. So they have to be leading between three and six points at the end of the first. Okay. And then Sixers win by 11 to 15. Okay. Okay. That happens plus 2,900. Okay. I'm putting money on all those. My official pick is just the game minus four. I actually really love the minus one and a half first quarter uh, and the 28 and a half over for the Sixers. That under 28 and a half is actually minus 122. So they're not feeling that as much. I think you can almost get uh, even money on that. So give me the Sixers just coming out hot. And if they don't, fuck them because we've seen it happen before. But that's another reason. Joel's been part of these teams way too long that start out these kinds of series flat. And I think they really know that they have something to prove if they're legit. And this cat is probably not going to win the MVP now after all the shit we were talking about, too. He might still, but he's got a little... Look, if you're not going to win the MVP, you better fucking come out with a bigger chip on your shoulder. And I think he will. I think everybody will. Like I said, the NBA talent wins out. Sixers are going to win this series five or six games. And this game is an easy W on the minus four side for Philly. Let's go. I think a lot of NBA knowers, if you will, or in you know, big big fans, people people who really follow it closely. I think knowers is the applicable term. Yeah. It's the scientific term. The knowers. Yeah, you knew what I meant. I think a lot of NBA knowers. What don't you fucking understand? <laughs> I, I think a, I, I, I tickled it, you. It gets me a lot. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of them last year were really surprised, really, that Atlanta beat the Sixers, and and I think that um, because they really weren't the more talented team, which you can see now that they weren't. Right? It's it's pretty clear. I don't think. Yeah, but that's... but it was but the thing with the whole Ben Simmons stuff and everything, it was oh, really in her head. Was. It was a mental beatdown. No, no, they no. don't have a mental excuse this time. Correct, and and this is that's exactly what I was getting to. And what I'm saying is, granted, I I don't know the sport as you as well as you do, but but just my kind of sense of having been at the game on Sunday and and having been in this city and watching this team for the last several years, um it feels like it could be their year. Mm. Now they would need obviously to, to win the whole thing. They would need Harden playing at his absolute best. Sure. Which along you could. with Embiid playing at his absolute best. Absolutely. It would have to be both. Right. There, there are plenty of supporting casts out there that, that are not even close. I mean, the thing is the Sixers don't really have supporting casts. They just have a Mount Rushmore just coming at you. They just need to play to their level. And, Obviously, they they don't have as much depth as you would want, and, right. and I, I do think run. they miss Seth Curry coming off the bench to score points and all that. So, like, I get they miss Andre Drummond, but yeah, I, I get all of the complaints and I get all of the like, criticism, but like, it, you know, if you kind of squint and you just see, like, well, mm-hmm. what if they all played their best for a few games or for like, you know, for for a few weeks, basically? I mean. <laughs> To be yeah, honest with you, you yeah, you're on point with a few games. If you can guarantee me three wins in every series, you're going to stumble upon the fourth. And yeah, win that that's goddamn right. Series. You'll stumble into the fourth one, or the fourth one will be Maxi goes nuts, or whatever. Right, exactly. Right. Somebody right. carry. That's the best to, thing. Yeah. You got this young cat who's anxious and hungry, who could easily carry you to a victory when someone else falters, Harden or or whatnot. But yes. Yeah, man. That's what I did. That's hey, fun. did you? Um, I did look up the number you asked me for. So, yeah. if I were to parlay the if this is plus two or over, I'm in. It isn't. Okay. It isn't. This is why we we were not as tempted by these money lines. Is, okay. You know, 
It's plus 161 parlay, okay. yeah. right? The raised right. money line is minus 200. The Angels minus 135. I'm on DraftKings. You might get different results on it, but it wouldn't be much different. Plus 161 is not not interesting uh, to me. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'll, I'll put $10 on it or something, but like that's not, a, you know, that's not a unit bet for me. Big time. Well, I'm going to be putting a lot more on the plus 361, John. Yeah, I have a bunch on that. I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. I and I I I'm sorry. Early bird special. It is, and I'm sorry to not give people a lot of notes. But if you if you miss it, please don't forget to put some money on that Angels run line. We really like that. Big time. Well, you know what else we really like? Banging out awesome shows like this. Yeah, baby. Next week, we're coming at you. It's the Woodman Hollywood just coming at you straight. Next yes. week, we promise three picks each. And you're going to be thirsty for them after hearing what we just gave you this week, I'm sure. Um, we hope so, at least. But we appreciate everybody who's given one second of their time to listen to the show over the course of the 73 episodes, Woodman, that we've been doing this. We appreciate our fans. And I, I have a, a title recommendation for next week. Okay. Since it's just the two of us with no no frills, nothing else yeah, about yeah. it. I think we should call it straight no chasing. How about that? Oh, good for you. Or that. <laughs> that drop gets me every time. Even every time. The millionth time. I sixty percent of the time, it works every time. Right. I'm just hitting them on that, that. When I start getting drop heavy, you know, that's time for me to go. I'm going to go drink some lunch at 1048 PM. <laughs> Everybody giddy up to use. hope you have a fucking banging ass week. Um, yep. We will uh, look forward to luck with all your betting. And thank you to Birdman. Absolutely. Birdman for uh, at half man, half bird was half bird, half man. And we're at jump the sharp. Uh, leave us a review rating, all that good stuff. We love you guys. Peace out. Peace out.